Welcome to Second Cherry, almost a Eurovision podcast. This week, it's the results. Hello and welcome to Second Cherry. I'm Matt. And I'm Monty. This is the podcast that revives the songs that didn't make it to the Eurovision Song Contest. Each week we take you through a different country's national final and pick the cherry that we think deserves a second chance. A second bite of the cherry. And at the end of the series, you the listeners vote or voted on your favourites and at our live event we crowned the winner of the second cherry song contest. Hello, Monty. Hello, Matt. How are you? Feeling very fresh from (laughs) (laughs) the weekend. Speak for yourself. (laughs) Oh, it's Sunday after the final and we are knackered. It was a lot, dear listeners. (laughs) It was a lot. And then I had some more last night because I went to see Lil Nas X. You did? Yeah. Yeah. That was was after the uh, OG UK AGM as well, which had its own... that, that had quite a Fatigue lot in itself. <laughs> it was, yes, very fatiguing. It's been a weekend, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. But it has been very gay. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> it was a fabulous weekend, though, because, as you said, we did have the final of the Second Cherry Song Contest 2022. Yeah. On Friday night at the RVT, the Royal Vauxhall Tavern, together with our friends at Eurofest. And, oh, wow. What a night. It was rammed. I mean, the second cherry sold out. We told you this. Mm -hmm. But it was like, even afterwards, it was just more people were piling in. It was... It was busy. So busy. It's become such a... Like, people travel to Eurofest now. Um, It's such a big night. The RVT must love it, actually. (laughs) People travel to second cherry. More of that in a moment. Mm -hmm. So if you've seen our social media... In the last couple of days, you will, of course, know who won. But if you haven't seen or heard which song won, we're not going to tell you quite yet. We'll save that for towards the end of the podcast. Before we do that, though, let's search our mailbag for the last time this year. Yes, well, we've had some tweets. Some people were getting very excited on the way. So Dino um, has said, so excited for Eurofest and Second Cherry with Ronella tonight. Just about to start my journey down to that there London. We know you made it because we saw you there. Thanks, Dino. Thank you. David, who's a very big fan of the podcast. Hello, David. Arrived safely in London and only a few hours to go before Second Cherry Eurofest and Ronella. So excited. Mm. Rob Lilly from the Eurotrip podcast. Good luck to the Second Cherry Boys down at the Oxhall Tavern later on. Always a brilliant Eurovision event. And also says, hope everyone has a brilliant time at Eurofest this evening too. Definitely need to make an appearance myself one day. Yeah, you do, Rob. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'd love to see you there. Um, at Eurofest regular or for Second Cherry again in the future. Uh, we've got um, another ESC fan on Twitter. Uh, that's their name on Twitter, another ESC fan. It's not just a random other ESC fan. I think they are a Eurovision fan. They are, they are <laughs> absolutely. And they're a Second Cherry fan as well. But I don't actually know who is behind the account, actually. Ooh. 
Do we know you, dear? Yes, Do we know you? If you're listening. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, just at the start of the show, uh, another ESC fan uh, tweeted a photo with our lovely faces on saying, New Cherry V. <laughs> oh, very clever. Uh, very good indeed, <laughs> yes. Bob has said, what an absolute blast. Um, so thrilled that blank country one, a cracking end to the second cherry season. And he's tweeted a, a picture of the, the final scoreboard. So, spoiler there um, if you haven't seen it. But we, of course, know the result already. Andrew, um, our lovely friend Andrew, said, Looks like it was a great night time tonight. I know how much you all put into it and you always deliver. Disappointed I couldn't make it, but have kept up with it on Twitter. The right result. Enjoy the rest of tonight. Ooh, and we did. We did indeed, <laughs> yes. How lovely. So just a flavour there of some of the messages that we got. Um, on our social media Matt what about our mailbag proper our email inbox well we have, we've got a couple so um, if you remember every year Frederick emails us our friend from Sweden he says hello Matt and Monty for the third year in the row I'm sending you my thoughts on your second cherry picks together with my own choices as usual our tastes differ a lot but that's how it should be. Your take on the songs makes me listen to them again. And once in a while, I find new favourites, thanks to you. I'm so sorry I can't go to the UK for the live event and meet you in person. But a big thanks for everything you do and for keeping up the positivity in the world. It means a lot to me and my fellow listeners. Smiley face. Take care, Frederick in Sweden. Oh, that's sweet, that Frederick. And Frederick's given his... his rundown as well there's not it's every song so we don't have uh, time to read them all out but thank you frederick for yeah. taking the time to uh, do that and to write in we also had a message from you mentioned him earlier he tweeted david but he also sent us a little follow-up email which mm-hmm. is lovely he says morning to you all it must have been obviously <laughs> the morning after just wanted to say what a fabulous night the second cherry live event was you put on a fabulous show I always get apprehensive at live events, but felt so welcome, so I can't thank you enough. I was also warned to see the wonderful reaction Ranella received at Eurofest. After the Eurovision experience not being what she would have wanted, it was wonderful to see such a great response. Thanks again for a wonderful season. All the work you put in is very much appreciated, and I hope you can all have a well-deserved rest. David. Oh, David, that's absolutely lovely. Thank Mm. you so much for your very kind words and for your enduring support of the podcast and it was absolutely lovely to see you at the live event there as well now david just mentioned ronella who was the guest of eurofest and i think we should just give a little special mention to ronella actually because she was absolutely banging i i don't know why i was surprised but i was surprised she was she nailed it she came across quite sort of humble especially when the crowd went absolutely mental because you know what it's like at Eurofest the crowd are right there up on the stage it's a small venue low and when we all start screaming it is loud and I think it caught her by surprise as it does every single artist that comes to the RVT for Eurofest and she yeah got choked up she was like oh my god 
you know, because she was saying, we were actually, we heard the sound check for her mm-hmm. earlier on. And she said, oh, well, the Albanians go mental for anything, you know, for me, you know, having a laugh about it. And I was sitting there thinking, well, you wait till tonight because they're going to go mental for you. But yeah, it was a great show, wasn't it? It was lovely. Yeah, the sound check was great. She was so professional because she was just like, you know, she got it within a few lines. As soon as levels are, she's like, yeah, that's it. She didn't have to go through the whole song. Um, and... Um, it was just lovely to see her come back transformed and performing on stage. Um, and really lovely to get that kind of reaction. I think, you know, David absolutely nails it there where he says it wasn't really the best experience for her at Eurovision. And I think to come back and get that kind of reaction from the fans is lovely. And she had a special guest with her who made a brief appearance on the stage, not performing. And that was Brooke from Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd come down to watch her? I thought that was really sweet, actually. You know, they've clearly um, sustained their friendship since performing together at uh, the contest this year. And um, when she was in town, there was Brooke to 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 come and watch, just like us. Yeah, it was very encouraging to see, and actually probably bonded over the fact that they both didn't qualify. <laughs> yeah, and they both done Eurofest as yeah. well. You know, so yeah, lovely to see. Really, really great. So we did promise you that we would come back with a, a wash-up episode of all of the uh, the other national finals that weren't included in this year's um, final. And we failed you, I'm sorry, dear listener. <laughs> <laughs> we just ran out of time. Um, so we didn't get to do that um, for various reasons. But there were 14 other national finals of a fashion, uh, as well as the 14 that we featured in the podcast season this year. So there was quite a lot to get through. We're not going to have time to go through each of those countries, but we thought we'd just pick out a couple of highlights and I think just a reminder that the, the the ones that get picked for an episode and for a cherry get picked for a number of reasons. Sometimes it's because there's a song that just has to go in there. Sometimes it's because we have such a good national final to talk about. Um, it makes a good podcast episode. So some of the ones that don't make it don't make it because either we think the, strong, the songs aren't strong compared to the others or there's not that much in a national final to make an episode out of. Although, having said that, we did make an episode out of one song. <laughs> in from Spain, Spain. Last year, yeah. <laughs> last year. Or the year before. The year before. <laughs> so, it can be done. Um, but yes, the, the other 14, we, we just thought we'd pick out a couple of highlights. My highlight, I think, was in the German final, which was overall one of the worst <laughs> finals. We definitely couldn't really have made a full episode out of it, or really picked a worthy cherry. But the song Soap by Emily Roberts was one of the must-see moments of the national final. Bless her, she got to the second verse of her song and she completely forgot the words. She was just wandering around on stage going, Mother, how? Damn! Yeah. And then picked up again in the chorus. And it's just quite shocking to see because I mean it's rare that we see um, you know a performer of well I was going to say of that calibre she's not necessarily experienced but a performer in a televised show that makes that kind of mistake I mean the odd word here and there yes or the odd line um, but just completely forgetting it and going blank I really felt for her mm. but it was 
a, a noteworthy moment. It wasn't of, just like a little trip. It was absolutely. like pure blank, just a backing track playing. The dancers were still doing things in the weird. They're in these weird like absorbable bubble things which I'm assuming is because of soap Um, but they were like moving but you could see their eyes like darting around like do we just carry on yep that's the choreography still the choreography (laughs) well she did carry on I mean she picked up admirably well Um, you know did did the best of her ability for the rest of the song but she did look a bit sheepish at the end I mean oh poor 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 woman Um, I really did feel for her but yeah check it out if you haven't seen it Emily Roberts or so from the German final Matt, what was your standout moment or noteworthy moment? Well, we didn't cover Moldova this year, but there was such a story brewing or did brew um, over that national selection because there was a non-binary artist called Miss Catty Love who was announced as part of the original 30 songs. And uh, their song intro was on the official portal, but was quickly removed (laughs) Um, then they made a statement that they were pulling out for personal reasons and that travelling to Moldova for the auditions wasn't possible because they actually live in Manchester, UK. There was talk of whether the song would be at all eligible anyway because there was very little vocals on it. We'll put a link to it, um, like Emily Roberts, and you'll see what we mean. It's um, a song, composition. It's a recording. It's a recording. (laughs) Post-avant-garde apparently. Quite far past it. Very past it. Uh, but it did cause a right old ruckus on the socials uh, with Miss Catty Love even engaging with the st- fans. They were stirring the pot quite a lot. Uh, <laughs> interestingly, with their last song called Intro, their next release is called Outro. Uh, they say that the song will feature the line, your love is fading away like an outro of a song and will be will include lyrics in Romanian. Um, I had to bring it up because I just think, I don't think it's the last we're going to hear of them. No. (laughs) (laughs) It's, yeah, I mean, it's about a minute and a half of like white noise, essentially. Well, it was more like, I think it's something, a sound that's played over and over again. It's almost like she's hitting a button really, really fast. And then she's done something in production to make it sound like less like, you know, just bashing. But there's something there. It's not like crackly white noise. It's a sound that she's manipulated over and over again rapidly. It's weird. I think the storm in the Twitter fandom is probably bigger than any impact they would have made at actual Eurovision had they ever got there. <laughs> would they even been eligible? That's the uh... well. This is the question. But also, I think it, you know Moldova did feel like a bit of a shoe in for Stopchdub. Uh, with Trodeluto this year. Yes, absolutely. That was definitely going to win. Let's see, though, what we get treated to. Actually, while we're on Moldova, it might just be worth a little honorary mention for the perennial Sasha Bognabov. Oh, God. He shoves a song in every year. He actually shoved two in, um, uh, one of which got dropped, which was called uh, My Friend is Gay. Uh, and the song he actually performed in the audition round was called I Just Had Sex which was in brackets and then with your ex <laughs> God he, didn't he a few years ago put that really weird song which was like about having sex with somebody under the age of was 14 year old or something something really dodgy I love the girls of 13 years old yes was the song yes it was yeah I'm surprised he's been allowed back I, I know like, it's almost like he does it on purpose oh I think so yeah yeah <laughs> Anyway, let's draw a line under that. <laughs> Quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and let's have a listen to what went down on the night of the final. 
So um, why don't we just show you a little bit, give you a bit of a flavour of what went down with the show and some of the voting. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Second Cherry 2022. Good evening, London. Good evening, Vauxhall and Meghan Markle. Where are you? I'm Monty. I'm Matt. And I'm Judy. Sorry, Jody. <laughs> and welcome to the Second Cherry Song Contest 2022. <laughs> we are back. We are back in London. We are back in the UK. We are in the host nation of Eurovision 2023. <laughs> Eurovision is coming home! Asterisk, depending on where you live. <laughs> and uh, Eurovision did come home. Well, it was back for the fans. You guys returned to the contest after the cancel contest and the COVID contest. The fans were back. And uh, yeah, so uh, thank you so much. Grazie Italia, grazie mille Torino. It was so good to be back. Grazie Torino, boy, did you have a good time, you two. Oh my God. I think the Aperol spritz count outweighed the number of hours sleep you had during the fortnight. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong. And oh, Monty Bab, so much bloody pizza. Oh, I mean, we, do, we all know you like an Italian stuffed crust, don't we? I do love a big Italian stuffing my crust. You're absolutely right. It was lovely to be back with the fans. And of course, Sam Ryder took a stratospheric. Delivering the UK's best results since Imani in 1998. Wow. I don't think I've seen that many Big 12s raining down since I spent that afternoon in a basement at Central Station. <laughs> we said we wouldn't discuss this, Bab, we said. Anyway, taking home the crown in Turin was Ukraine, as we now know. And as we also know, the UK and the BBC are stepping in to co-host the contest with our Eastern European friends next year. Oh, so, so it's not in Kiev? No. Is oh. it not? Um, Odessa, is it? Odessa? No, no. no. Oh, is it in um, Lviv? No, close, oh. close. It's in Lvivipool. Oh. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> the script writes itself. Yes. <laughs> now, tonight, you are going to be 14 juries, and you're going to make up 50% of our marks. The other 50% has come from our Televote, which is our podcast listeners who've been voting online since the podcast season ended last month. And that vote closed just last night. Now guys, that's it then. So now's the time for us to find out what songs we are going to give a second chance tonight. So let, let the, the Second Cherry Song Contest 2022 begin! begin. Now, we like to think of ourselves as a bit of a trendsetter here at Second Cherry. We like to spot an act that we know will come back and do even better. This song caught the imagination in San Remo this year, but we'd already had them last year. Oh, yes. Here for a second tilt at Second Cherry Glory, it is time to say, con le mani, con il piede, 
con el culo. Ciao, ciao, tu representante de la lista for Italy. Now, every year, the fandom predicts which song are going to win the national selections. And when they don't win, there's a bit of a buzz on the socials. This next song was dubbed underrated, deserve better, and robbed. Well, you spoke and we listened. So this is straight a music song straight out of the French chart. It's Soa with Sewell for France. That's it. You've heard them all. You've now got 10 minutes to get your votes in. One half to us at the front of the stage here, please. And hold on to the other. Please make sure you don't vote for a country twice. Ten minutes to get your votes in. Play some music. I'm calling the jury from Italy next. Buonasera, Italy. Ciao, ciao. Buonasera, Maximiliano. Buonasera, caro mio, bello, bellissimo. Come stai? Ciao, ciao. Okay, oh. so we're going to put your first seven points from the Italian jury on the screen. Ecco i risultati della votazione italiana. Okay. Allora. Oh, the seven oh my God. Thank you so much, hey. DJ Booth. Thank you. So, the Italian seven points are on the screen, added, and here we go with your eight. Thank you. Okay. Otto punti sono per Estonia. Oui, point pour Estonie. Dieci punti sono per Malta. Deep up on Malta. E i dodici punti sono per noi, per l'Italia. Oh, Italy, voted for Italy. Italy, douze points. Grazie mille. Thank you for bearing with us, baby. Prego, caro, prego. Silenzio. Do I hear booze? Australia next. Give us the mic back. Give us that. Don't walk off with that. Okay, that, of course, is only the halfway stage. So that took us to the halfway point of the voting. The 14 juries had voted and there was your votes, the televote points from you, our podcast listeners, still to come after that. Estonia were in the lead at the halfway stage. That yes, yeah. I couldn't see. I was operating the scoreboards. So I couldn't quite see, and I just poked my head around. And was like, oh, okay. I was quite surprised by that. Yeah, I mean, I always thought Estonia was going to do well, but I didn't necessarily think it would be the um, the leader at the halfway stage. No, but then in saying that, you you can catch the vibe in the room when a song goes off, and yeah. she got a massive cheer before she even started singing. Mm-hmm. So I suppose she's got that sort of background. She's been on stage at the RVT. She's known to the fans. So I think she would have had a bit of momentum anyway. Yes, she has been a guest at the the RVT at Eurofest. Mm. So on that very stage. um, And of course, she's a well-known former Eurovision entrant. So I think that familiarity and that, um, that, that admiration for her probably carried her to that result. But was she going to stay in the lead or was she going to do a Sam Ryder and drop away from the lead when the televotes came in? We had 
all of your points to go, which of course counted for 50% of the overall voting. Let's have a listen to how they went down. Starting with 13 points to Australia. With 57 points, it's the winners at the halfway stage, Estonia. Oh, that's low, that's low. The online vote's always so different to in the hall, isn't it? With 60 points, it is... France. So our top five left to go. Our top five left to go. In fifth place, 63 points go to... Finland. In fourth place with 69 points. What a lovely score. It's Sweden. So the top three, the top three. With 73 points. It's Malta. So just Spain and Italy left to score. Well, my maths is not brilliant, but uh, one of these is going to win, right? <laughs> With 85 points, it's Spain. This is close. This is close. So winning the televote tonight, but will they will top the scoreboard? Italy get 104 points. Wow! Which means that Spain are the winners! So there you have it. Spain is the winner of Second Cherry 2022. Rigoberta Bandini with I'm Mama. Yeah, that was quite a big hit in the room. It was yeah. not unsurprising, but given what we just said about the votes, we was a little bit like, oh, okay. You would have heard from there that Italy won your online televote. So obviously we knew this going into uh, the show and we was a little bit like, oh, so Italy were quite far ahead. We couldn't do the quick maths to work out who might win. So we, we learned at the same time that everyone mm-hmm. else did. The end result was Spain had 192 points Italy had 189. So just three points in it. 
Malta were third, 168. Estonia dropped back to fourth place, uh, 165. So still very close. Then we had Sweden on 150. France was 129, and the rest of the um, countries were below that. At the other end of the scoreboard, Portugal second last, 53 points overall. 33 of those points came from you, um, our our listeners, and Australia had just 15 points, 13 of which came from the Telever, only two points for Sean Marlebois in the jury vote in the room. So he has the distinction of having come last in Australia Decides, last in the Aussie Vision poll of who should win Australia Decides, and last in Second Cherry. We're sorry, Sean, to add to your misery of last places, but we liked you. Well, I, I gave I gave I gave him a bit of a beefy intro yeah. on the night, you know. Tried to beef him up because I knew what possibly might be coming, <laughs> but, but but no, okay. But yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, I always say I don't mind what wins second cherry because I think of our job as the team, as the curators of the night. We we select the songs and then we present them to the podcast listeners to vote online and the people in the room on the night. And it's up to them and the combination of those votes that win. So I don't think we should ever really have a say in who wins. But I am happy Spain wins. It was one of my favourite two songs, Italy being the second. I'd have been quite happy with either. I'd have been quite happy with lots of songs. You know, whatever mm. wins, wins. Um, but yes, I am, I am really pleased with that. Spain now tying with Norway on three second cherry victories apiece. Mm. Spain, of course, won in 2007, the second year of second cherry, with La Reina de la Noche and Mirella. And Spain won again the following year with La Revolución Sexual uh, by La Casa Azul, which is still to me the the Eurovision winner that never was. Mm. If that had got to the contest, I think that would have been the winner. We'll never know about this, but Spain, the the song which is probably most popular going into the Benidorm Fest, um, Rigoberta Bandini, I Mama, the winner of Second Cherry, 2022. Let's have another Well, Matt, it's hard to think of anything that could be a better thing of the week than having the second cherry final in this week. But we are going to pick something additional which has made us happy as well since we were last uh, recording the podcast. So it's time to find out what is our... Matt and Monty's good thing of the week. That is good. It's good. Oh, that's good, that is. So, since we were last on the podcast, we have been informed what is going to be the UK entry for Junior Eurovision Mm. this year. Going to be held in Yerevan next month. 
And it's the first time that the UK has taken part in Junior Eurovision since 2005, and actually the first time that the BBC has participated. It was really nice to see that the BBC is backing it. Um, I don't know if that's just come about because they've won, but actually we went to a screening of the 1962 Eurovision um, Song Contest at the BFI, which had a Q&A um, also. Um, and in that, Rachel Ashdown, who's the, um, the lead, commissioner for BBC for the was talking about how they wanted to really sort of get involved in junior because it's all part of building the brand of Eurovision overall across the BBC so it's nice to see them back and they've picked a cracker of a song yeah uh, it's Freya Sky with Lose My Head People were like, wow, this is really good. It's leading the um, the scoreboard on the My Eurovision Scoreboard Junior Eurovision app <laughs> at the moment. Um, you know, whether or not there's going to be a similar vote of solidarity with Ukraine um, at juniors. There was with um, the adult competition. I don't know, but I noticed that I think Ukraine was last or very near the bottom on the 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 app voting uh, that of course is merely academic it's just you know fans who have bothered to put their votes in but it's a little bit of a gauge of gauge of popularity because it's quite a widespread vote um so we'll see but it's a quite exciting the uk could win junior eurovision this year and we might end up hosting both events in 2023. Glasgow might get a Eurovision <laughs> event after all. Although I'm not quite sure. Don't they draw who... It's not the same at Junior. It used to be, but now they do often. Oh, they are. Oh, so okay. In most recent years, it has been the winning nation that's hosted well, look, the following year. stand a bloody good chance with that song. Absolutely. Mm. Wow. So there it is then. Freya Sky, Lose My Head, is... Matt and Monty's good thing of the week. That is good. It's good. Oh, that's good, that is. You can get in touch with us and let us know what you think about our winner, about the show, about the whole season. You can contact us on Twitter at Second Cherry, Instagram at Second underscore Cherry, Facebook Second Cherry Podcast, or you can also email us at... Hello. At secondcherry.vision. That is... Hello. At secondcherry.vision. Now, we won't be able to read out your comments um, because this is the last podcast of the season. Mm. So we're going to be taking a break, but we'd still love to hear you, to hear from you and hear your feedback. So please do get in touch. So don't miss Junior Eurovision, Yerevan, on the 11th of December. And then the weekend after, on the 17th of December... The national final season for 2023 starts <laughs> with Vidbir, the Ukrainian national selection, wow. being hosted, I think, from a bunker yeah. somewhere in Kiev or somewhere in the country, some unspecified location. Gosh, it's all coming round again. 
and we'll have the Albanian national selection festival is at some point generally before the end of December as well yeah it's going to be full on from three weeks it really is <laughs> as one season closes another one begins so thank you to all our listeners you've been incredible and we've loved sharing every minute of this podcast with you. In a year where the fans returned to the contest in person, Eurovision got its energy, its verve and its spirit back. As if we needed it, we're reminded of what Eurovision means to us. The friendships we forged and continued through our shared love of music, festival and a truckload of Aperol spritz. With the way the world is in the current climate, international bonds are going to be in the spotlight. And as Eurovision fans, all of us are doing our bit in helping to shape the part of the world that we at least inhabit. So, let's carry this on to Liverpool 2023 and celebrate Ukraine, landmark collaborations, music with fireworks, and all the things that make us different but bring us together. We'll be back in the new year. Until then, take care. Bye. Bye.